Welcome to the Market Smarter Sell More podcast. I'm your host, Andy Barnett, joined as always by the man who puts Hayes in Hayes Group, Mr. Adam Hayes. What's going What's on? What's up? Hey, I just recently learned that we are the number one podcast in America on LinkedIn for 48 to 49 year olds that airs on Fridays uh, based out of the South Fishers area. It's fact. Don't research it. Wow. Just take my word for it. You know, something know. to be proud of. I know. Cool. I don't know if that all of that would fit on a plaque. <laughs> <laughs> we should try, right? We try. <laughs> That's right. We should try. And at the bottom, don't research it. Yes. <laughs> don't research it. Take our word for it's it. It's a fact. That's right. Um, we are going to have a shorter intro segment uh, today because we have an extended podcast today with our friends from Crazy King. Crazy King. So we're going to jump directly into the not asking the expert uh, segment. And I've got a good one. I've been thinking about this one. Um, I hope it's good. <laughs> You've been thinking about this a while. I can tell. I know I have. Okay. So I've got a company. I got a pretty good website. It seems, you know, functional. Um, how often should, and I'm not talking about a rebrand. How often should I refresh my website just to give it a fresh look? Or should I? Is it working? Yeah, it works fine. It works fine, but just to keep up with the standard, Is you know, it doing what you want. Yes, it functionally it works fine. Why would you mess with it? Uh, just aesthetically speaking, do I want to change the way it looks just to get a little bit more modern? As say it's eight to ten years old, you know, people maybe aren't using those kind of fonts or those, you know, those designs. Uh, Can you pull it up on a, a mobile phone? Could I? I mean, does it look good on a mobile phone? I don't know. You're getting way down the depths well, of hypotheticals you know, now. I mean, most of your traffic nowadays is going to come from mobile phones. I mean, 70 to 80% at least. Okay. Maybe more. So if I'm thinking of a Pepsi, for instance, just throwing a name out there, they have, I'm sure their website's functional, works fine, but they always seem to kind of refresh their brand every, you know, five, six years. Uh, I remember growing up, Always remembering now Pepsi's direct competitor this is not great for Pepsi, but Coke. I used to always remember Coke would always have their their tagline. Yeah, you know Coke is it. I remember that being the big one. Uh, uh, the real thing. There was always all those different. Yeah, you know, and you remember the the iconic Coke commercial, right? Yeah, the one where Santa's coming to town and they're driving the eighteen wheeler yeah. truck in the snow. It's yeah, iconic. And, and what's the uh, the you know buy the world of Coke? The the one that was the final scene in Mad Men. Yeah. Um, so they always had the, you know, so how often should my company who's not Pepsi or Coke, uh, my hypothetical company here, how often should I just, just kind of refresh it a little bit, not a complete rebrand. I mean, it really depends. Is it working? You yeah. Know? Yes. And, and, and if you have the metrics to tell you it's not working, mm -hmm. then you probably should refresh it. But I mean, by all intents and purposes, no reason to spend money if it's still working and yeah, working well. Right. right. It's functional. But it should be metrics driven, that decision usually. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, <clears throat> what other metrics do you have to go on to to, to make that decision? Right. You, you really should let it be metrics driven. Right. I didn't know if you waited until then it's too late and your competition is surpassing you. They're all getting these fancy new bells and whistles and it looks real pretty and it's all interactive and, and new technology that's come along. They've implemented it to their homepage and it looks all fancy. I'm like, hey, mine doesn't do that. Yeah. But it's still driving results. Yeah. I mean, it's the FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Uh -huh. Like, you know, the competition booming ahead. We're not. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that can be an impetus as well. 
but mostly it should be a metrics driven decision, right? Yeah. Based on, Hey, we're seeing a slide off in our results from our website. Then yeah, uh -huh. you should look at redoing it. Doing a little bit of a refresh yeah. and yeah. All right. But don't just do it to do it. I mean, make a decision based on, you know, the numbers telling <laughs> you, you want to spend money. You want to spend money. Get some lottery tickets, man. That's right. Um, all right. That's we'll, we'll keep it short and sweet. Um, and we will jump, uh, directly after this break here and uh, be talking with our buddies, Paul and Nate. Crazy King Burrito. Crazy King Burrito. All right. An ad for a local landscape company? Yep. These guys are different for good reason. For over 25 years, their team of landscaping professionals have provided folks with beautiful and award-winning backyard landscapes and hardscapes. Wanting to cook up some family time with an outdoor kitchen, feed the kids s'mores on a new fire pit, or create a relaxing outdoor design as the backdrop to your weekend leisure? Whatever you envision, they've done it and can help you create it. If you're in the market to turn your backyard bore into an outdoor oasis, you can trust the experts at Lemke to bring your vision to life. Lemke Landscaping and Design. Visit their website to view all the amazing work that they've done. Lemke Landscape. Now you know. Boom. All right. Welcome back to the Market Smarter Sell More podcast. We are now joined by our friends from Crazy King Burrito. Uh, who are you guys? Where you come from? What do you do? What's your name? <laughs> Introduce yourself. Yeah, stranger. Um, Paul Geifing. I am one of the uh, investors in the Crazy King Burrito franchise, the first one to be here in Indiana. Uh, just started. We're going on week nine now, and uh, so far, so good. And Great. I'm uh, Nathan. I'm the operating manager of Crazy King and owner as well, and just getting rolling. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's great to have you guys here with us today, and uh, let's uh, good to be here. Let's just get into it. Dive into some questions. Yeah. So this is going to be easy conversation, and uh, we're just going to chat about life and a little bit about business and get to know you guys and let our audience get to know you guys a little bit. Sounds, Sounds great. Good. Cool. So what have we got uh, in the can here, Barnett? Um, we can hit them with whatever we want to. There's going to be some business, some personal uh individual stuff kind of learn about you guys i, I meant in your can that you're actually drinking oh my can <laughs> <laughs> that's the most that's important thing of this whole podcast most importantly i'm drinking grapefruit jungle by our friends at crazy king king two kings with our friends from crazy king um how about you what do you guys got we got a delirium tremens tremens Mm, I think nice. that means we have a drinking problem. Right? <laughs> Literally, I have no problem drinking at all. It's fine. <laughs> You've been to Amsterdam? Well, yeah. So if Am Amsterdam's in a cup, I've been to Amsterdam. <laughs> I'm I'm sipping on the Koi Deco by Sun King as well. Nice. Hazy IPA. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, what do you guys do? Well, the, I'm going to let Nate jump into that, and then uh, I can fill in anything. How's so, uh, I mean, we're. We're a burrito place, uh, focused mainly on burritos because that's what we do best. Um, we have 14 menu items for burritos. We do them in uh, Chico and Supersize as well as bowl options. Um, what does Chico and Supersize mean? So the Chico is a 12-inch tortilla shell. The Supers are 14-inch. Um, and then all the bowls are proportionally even to the Supersize burritos. Okay. But and so uh, all of your dishes then or all your burritos can become a bowl? Yes. Okay. Yep. 
And then we have uh, three appetizers, uh, guac, queso, and bean and cheese dip, and a couple of really good desserts as well that we make in-house. We have an icebox cake, which is like key lime pie, Ooh. and some of the best churros around, in my oh, opinion. So, so good. So what are, what are the top two or three burritos that you sell? Uh, so... Probably the number two asada, which is our steak. Um, the number four tinga, which is our pulled chicken with uh, adobo pepper sauce. And then we also have the crazy king, which is our namesake. Mm. That's a surf and turf style. So it has our asada as well as some shrimp, chipotle sauce that we saute up with some onions and garlic. It's amazing. One of my favorite turf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely a favorite of mine. Crazy king's my favorite. Yeah. Second favorite is the chorizo. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, too. The, yeah, our breakfast burritos are amazing. The trees are papa, ham and egg, good any time of the day. Yes. Yeah. Tell tell us about your sauces. So we have uh three house-made sauces. We have a verde, um, which is our mild, it's just your typical green salsa. Um, our chipotle salsa, which is our house sauce that has a smoky flavor with a little bit of spice at the end. And then the Diablo's no joke has quite a kick mm -hmm. to it. That's our spiciest. Um but yeah, so if you don't like spice, I would stay away from that one. <laughs> <laughs> like on a scale of one to ten, what would you say? I'd probably say it's close to eight, eight, nine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not kill you and kill you hot, but it's definitely uh leaves you a little sweaty and yes. little, little sweat on the brow. Oh, I had a little sweat on the brow. <laughs> I'm a sauce guy and I had all three of them. I love I kind of alternate between them, yep. but I can't go straight hot Diablo the whole time. I have to mix it up with some Verde and Chipotle yeah, in the middle. That's exactly yeah, yeah. what I tell people. I'm like, if uh -huh. you want to kick it up a notch, try the other sauces, see if you like them, and then put a few drops of the Diablo. In. Because you can <laughs> yeah. always add more, but once you take that bite, yeah, no going right. back. There's no <laughs> heavy em emphasis on the few. Few <laughs> drops. Mm -hmm. So uh, what what led you to start this? What's the, what's the story behind this? Okay, so let me give you a little background on that. I Food is one of my passions. Uh, food service, customer service. And uh, 10 years ago, we were actually looking into starting a pizza franchise down here. It would have been a license agreement out of a, out of South Bend was the company we were looking at. We had a space picked out at the time I had my own loan brokerage company, but you know, I was looking for that. I'm following a passion for the first time in my life, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. So the, uh, the opportunity for the pizza was so close. We almost leased a space in Carmel and they leased it out from under us that mm. went away i ended up going back into banking six years later seven years later this opportunity comes up because two of our closest friends from high school are next door neighbors with the folks that brought this franchise in from cozumel mm. okay uh, and what there are three things mainly that i loved about it one the product is great it tastes delicious you can mix it up you can right. get creative two it's simple and I think anything that you can do simply, but do it better than anybody else is the mm -hmm. way to go. Yep. And then three, the vibe of the place is just a little different. We're, we're not trying to be the typical Mexican restaurant. We are not trying to be the typical taco truck or shop. We're somewhere in between and it's a place that people like to hang out and eat there or carry out. So mm -hmm. I just, those three things really drew us to it. Awesome. What, what kind of drinks do you guys have? So we have uh, Mexican Cokes, um, which has real mm. cane sugar in it. So much better than yes. what we have here. Um, the Juaritos, which is a typical Mexican-style oh, yeah. soda. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have, oh, your Mexican beers, your Modelo, Corona. We have a uh, 
Cayman Jack, which is a margarita malt beverage. And we uh, teamed up with Beer Brewery, which is one of our neighbors. Sure. And we have a handful of their selections as well. Yeah. Speaking of your neighbors, can you guys give us a kind of a few coordinates of where, where you're at, how people could find you easily in Carmel? Yeah, I think the easiest way to tell people is it's the Godby Plaza. It's the old Meridian Village Plaza on 31. The closest crossroads are 136 in Meridian. And it's been around for a minute, but it's in great shape. We've got Ollie's in there, Dollar General, the Beer Brewery. There's Korean, Italian, Chinese. Mm -hmm. We actually, having the Mexican in there, it, it rounded out that plaza. Yeah. But with the other companies that had already been up and running, there's just a new life in this plaza. And it's close enough to the Monon that we see a lot of bike riders, running clubs mm -hmm. that start and finish their events there. So and you said that's the old form credit union. It was, it was an old form credit union space at the okay. end of the building. So when we took it over, they had already done so much of the work, the property owner to remove the safe. Um, you know, we still have the overhang outside. That's part of ours. That will uh -huh. be outdoor seating for anybody listening. Come nice. see us when the weather's nice. And uh, it's, uh, I don't know, I think we got an opportunity to move into a space that made a lot of sense from a carry out, uh, drive up, walk up window and sit down. It sure, fits well. Sure. I always miss the exit. I never know which one it is. 136. Yeah, so I got to drill that in my brain because I end up driving all the way down Illinois, all the way. And it's like from 116. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a long trip. And then when I leave, I'm like, I don't remember which one this is. This is so much easier than what I just did. So. The roundabouts don't make it easy. Uh -huh. So even if you have the right exit or if you're coming in from someplace other than Meridian, you're probably going to go, all right, now, which one of these do I get off on? <laughs> yeah. But they, they're doing a better job of that and they just repaved everything. So it's looking real nice. Yeah. So, um, just a, a quick brainstorm here yeah. uh, for our podcast guests. If if one of them comes in to visit you, uh, what should they say? <laughs> oh, so, I mean, saw you on the podcast or you want them to say something specific? Oh, I mean, I like that idea. Yeah. Hey, we just we caught your podcast, liked what you had to say. But um, what I encourage everybody who comes in here, uh, and I'm sure we're going to give them a lot of information today, right? We're uh -huh. trying to, you know, just a conversation, but ask questions. You come yeah. into the window, come in and look at the menu, and a lot of people are just like, "Okay, but can I customize that?" I'm like, oh, "Ask yeah. it out loud. We're, uh -huh. we're here to to make what you want." So sure. ask some questions. Ask us about the sauces, the drinks, everything we have. That brings up uh, the secret menu. That's kind of uh, a little birdie told me something about that. Yeah, tweet, yeah, tweet. <laughs> yeah. We're we're working on a few items to offer, um, mainly because I get bored with eating burritos every day. So I'm know thrown thrown together some nachos that are out of this world some uh what what are on those nachos so i keep it pretty simple it's just um whatever meat you choose queso pico de gallo and a little bit of guac um but i mean the simplicity again just i mean all those flavors mesh so well together um we have excellent queso we make in-house your guac is delicious and, too yeah thank you really good thank you yeah, it's I mean, also made fresh yeah. yeah and i mean i think that's a key is we start with all you know fresh ingredients we prep pretty much everything that we have mm -hmm. in-house every day um yep. including the churros right oh, oh yeah yep. Yep. Um, Tell yeah. us about the process of making those things. So churros <laughs> is really quite simple. It's, um, I mean, you boil some water, butter, sugar, salt, and add flour, let it cool down, add eggs and little little flavoring. And then you just, we have a little churro press that put it in to get that little star shape. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's 
we're not going to tell you what that uh, extra flavoring is in there. That's the secret. We'd have to dispose of you. Yep. But, I was going to uh, say, you make it sound super easy, and I guarantee I Wait a minute. That oh, oh, we thought this was authentic Mexican, not authentic Italian. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, no. The first time I tried making it, I really screwed up the dough and had to th toss it out. So, I mean, it, there is a learning experience or learning curve to it, but, um, you know, after that first, first error, uh, I got it pat down pat and I mean, to the point where, you know, health department called back saying how good it was. Yeah, <laughs> so. our, our rep, she, she did, she showed up to do her follow-up and it went swimmingly, but she got food to go. And part of that was that churro and she literally called Nate back to tell him they were amazing. Oh, like, yeah, oh that's awesome. a good sign. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's where, that's, you know, I take pride in everything I do and, you know, sure. get compliments from somebody in the health department where it's like, yeah, right. You know, they, they're around food all the time and, you know, they don't eat at places that they, you know, don't want, or, you know, they know what, what it's like behind the scenes. Yeah. And, right. That's we, big. And we do a good, you know, we try real hard to, you know, keep it just the way it was the day we opened. Okay. And yeah. I mean, what's the what's the parking situation like up there at your place? Uh, so good question. Uh, we have ample parking now. The majority of it is going to be south of our building. There's a huge open parking lot. And if I had to take a guess, you're talking a couple hundred spots available, right? So you'll, there'll always be a place to park. Mm -hmm. Now with our neighbors, we have Kid Strong over there, uh, Frenchies, Beer, and a couple other you know folks. But they tend to eat up maybe half of the space, but even during the peak times, there's always a few random spots that they can find in front of our space. Awesome. And eventually, I think I mentioned, we're going to have that drive up window. Uh, while it's not a true drive through where you drive mm -hmm. up and put your order on the screen, they'll be able to pull right up to the window with their mobile order and say, hey, I'm here to pick up for right. Andy, uh, right? right? And we've got it right there waiting for him, mm -hmm. handing out the window. So eventually that's going to make uh, parking situation even better. Awesome. Don't to worry about it. And you guys have online, I, I, I get, you know, online order and all that stuff like yeah. everyone else. Even when we try to turn it off, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good system, too, the way they can customize. Yeah. Uh, we had to, you know, we work with the franchisor, Dave Shook, um, to kind of narrow some things down. Like, for example, we can't deliver beer. Uh, yeah. You know, that, that doesn't fly. So we had to change some things. But for the most part, you can customize the heck out of anything you order there and we'll take care of it. So. Yeah. Sure. And you guys also sell merch. I see yeah. you're all, you're both yeah. decked out. Crazy. I tell you what, I don't know how many times I got to go visit or have them on podcasts before I finally get one of those hats. I think, so. I think there might be one in your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been angling hard for one of those hats. Are you? Yeah. You ask every time you go in? Yeah. Well, I compliment yeah. his hat. Like I'm trying to hint him. Hey, I, well, I think we're actually out was the are, problem. Yeah, I got it. Now we've got that uh, one, which, you know, which is cancer awareness. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look good in pink anyway, but I, it, it's because <laughs> because we ran out of the black ones and yeah. you know, I left my hat at home the other day and I was like, eh, I might as well wear this. I like the pink yeah. one too. But yeah. I'll be honest. I'm more, I prefer yeah. the black and white one yep. the most. Yep. Yeah. The trucker. It, it looks good. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about your addiction support group, also called your loyalty program. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the loyalty program, yeah, when you come in and you provide your phone number or email, you can sign up. Now you get bonus points that day for signing up. And by the time you come back in for the second visit, you'll have enough for a few dollars off your order. That's how quickly it stacks. And we did that on purpose. We had discussions about, hey, do we want to make this a little bit thinner? No, we want people to come back. It's important. Uh, when we said we wanted to be part of the community, we wanted to 
to make it easy to come here. We didn't want to make it price oppressive. You know, come here, enjoy your meal, get your loyalty programs, come back and see us. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. that's how restaurants, in my opinion, find success. People have to come back. You guys, yeah. you, you guys are offering catering yet or group orders or has all, all that working? No. We're, we're, I'll let him talk uh, about that. We've had some conversations. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're still working on fine-tuning all that. Um, so we haven't taken on any of the any catering orders. Um, I mean, we are we are capable of doing any large orders for offices, um, events, stuff like that. Um, we just, you know, we prefer, you know, a couple, you know, 24 hours notice. That sure. way we can make sure that. Mm -hmm. We have an know, order to put in for our group order. We've, we're hosting the networking group here. Yes. Uh, what's the date of that? Uh, next month. So coming October. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. there'll be 14 of us here. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. What I did was I put together an order form that would make it easy for whoever handles that in the office. They can fill that out. It has the uh, drop down boxes for each of the selections so you can customize. It shows you the cost, all of your options. Um, you know, and just to, to go back to the catering, I think it's a, I love the idea of catering, but part of what makes our burrito unique is the fact that we toast them and um, you get a little bit of crispiness on all four sides without yeah. taking away that chewy deliciousness of a burrito it's so hard to do that if you're catering to build them and do that for everybody yeah. so yeah um, we just we we are sticking to the group orders for now but if we come up with something very creative we'll mm -hmm. definitely be, be the, the catering you goal. mentioned the the crispiness of that and i know that's one of the options i know we order here berkeley always says i want mine extra crispy that's so right that is something yep. that people can can ask for is oh, 100 yeah, absolutely and if they don't want that crisp and they want that you know old you know ungrilled burrito we have options as well right. for just let us know that we you don't want it grilled and uh -huh. we'll just leave it as is and or put the whole thing in a bowl yeah yeah, yeah. there you go i'll be honest the bowls are my favorite really why yes. I, you know what? It's strictly because I make a mess out yeah. of the burrito. <laughs> and and not because the burrito's messy. I'm just kind of messy when I eat it. And it's yeah. just, I, it's all over the place. And I'm like, if it's a bowl, I can self-contain it. Then I put the lid on it and I take the other half home and eat it. And take it with you. So, yeah. Because the portions yeah. in the bowls are huge. Oh, they're huge. It, it's, yeah, absolutely a couple meals for me. And I would add to that, so a lot of people like texture, you know, and the chewy texture or the slightly crispy texture of the shell when you order it is something that appeals to people. But when we have bowls, a lot of people ask for a few extra chips. So we've just been giving extra uh, chips with mm -hmm. the bowls so you have that. And yeah. it's almost like having nachos, uh, you know, with that bowl yeah. right next to it. So yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So has anybody weighed the Crazy King burrito? Because when I got the first one, I was like, this has to be three pounds. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. I, I don't know if it's three pounds. It's heavy. I mean, that the thing like is heavy. Small child. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> you could probably use it to knock someone out. <laughs> Do some curls. With it. It. Yeah. Weaponized burrito. <laughs> but, I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean, we put, you know, five good sized shrimp in there. And, you know, I think it's five ounces of yeah. steak yeah. plus the beans, rice, mm -hmm. lettuce, and everything else. I mean, so yeah, it's proud. I haven't weighed it, but I mean, I, my guess would be it's probably a good two pounds. Oh, yeah. That would be my yeah. estimate. Mm -hmm. That would be my estimate. And you can always tell when you're wrapping a Crazy King or a Crispy Cali because by the time it's done, you're like, who's going to eat that? <laughs> People do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. That's right. Well, we make sure to tell them when they, you know, if you're going to take it home, it's like, well, you can leave it in the foil 350 10 mm -hmm. minutes and they heat up 
beautifully. So yeah, that's what I did last time because honestly, I forgot to order it in a bowl last time. Yeah. I ordered and it was like, I got the brie. I was like, oh man, I forgot to say bowl, but it's just as delicious without, it was just it really messier. is. Yeah, <laughs> but for all of those that make that mistake, you call us back. We'll make yeah. it right. Oh no. Yeah. We'd, yeah. we'd always make it right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know you'd make it right. I was the one that ordered it wrong. So yeah, that's, like, that's okay. But People it, do that. The good thing is I like it both ways. So it really didn't matter. All right. What's, <laughs> what's the strangest burrito that you guys have made? Oh, God. All right. He's going to have to answer this one because he feels all of these online orders and you, all of us gather around the screen and go, what? <laughs> I mean, there, there've been crazy ones where, you know, it's, like they take everything off the burrito and then start adding their own ingredients. And I'm looking at it like, you could have just ordered this burrito and not mm -hmm. done it enough. But I mean, I'd probably say the craziest one I've come across is we had this bodybuilder come in and had us put two shells together and got, I think, four meats in there. I mean, this thing was probably four or five pounds when it was done. That's, that's I a mean, true story. It, <laughs> Like the burrito, this Joey Chestnut. <laughs> yeah. That's what you would think, right? Right. But I mean, yeah, the burrito was probably about that big when. We, oh, it was longer. Oh it was gosh. almost the That's... length of the plate. He, so what he did, he he goes, "I love a challenge. Yeah, we'll do it." <laughs> I didn't know how to price it, right? So he he takes two of the shells and he made an incision in each one so he could interlock the shell oh, to wrap right. them up, and it was a double shelled burrito with two fourteen. <laughs> inch shells yeah it was, <laughs> so, so that's probably the craziest one i've made that had so to be a four pound burrito <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> carrying it out there took two hands i mean yeah. <laughs> and, and so he, what was the verdict did he eat the whole thing he left about an inch or two at the bottom that oh. he just couldn't finish i know i I told some of the high school kids to go out and tell them that you know, he has to finish, but yeah. it's good to have an appetite. It's You're not a good way to quitter. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, that was that was definitely the craziest one I've made so far. Yeah. So. Crazy King. Yep. Yeah. So are you the only location in the state? We are right now. We are right now. Okay. And I, I would suspect that the next two or three or four or five locations will be ours as well. Okay. Uh, we're focused here in central Indiana for now, but that's not to say that we won't be looking in North or South Indiana. There's some great markets all over the place. Sure. So uh, right now we're the only one, but uh, like a hundred sold nationwide. Uh -huh. Yeah. If we don't do it, somebody else will. Right. Yeah. So we better. Jump right. right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's kind of dive into some personal stuff. Sure. Sounds great. Um, motivation. What, what motivates you, Nate? Oh, I mean, I just like, I've always loved being in the service industry. I mean, uh -huh what I guess kind of keeps me going is my family right now. I mean, I got three kids and wife that, you know, I want to make sure that they have a great future and yeah, absolutely. this is going to offer that to them. So, I mean, mm. but yeah, I mean, I just, I love serving just take good care food of people. people. I mean, yeah. I've been the restaurant industry for 25 years now. And I mean, it's just been my life. I, I don't know. I've tried other things. Do you cook and, at home? You, you, yeah. When I get, yeah. when I get time, um, yeah. you know, it's like my wife and I, we get, depends on what we're cooking, but I mean, I'm the grill master at home uh -huh. and you know, she, you know, but, um, don't let him kid you. He serves like, like a sauteed marinated octopus to his kids. <laughs> so yeah, th to say that he cooks at home is an understatement. Does <laughs> he force him to eat it with chopsticks too? <laughs> this is all their ideas. I mean, uh, like, I have a four-year-old who's very, uh, I don't know, exploring the world. And just sure. Like, but yeah, so I mean, he, you want to try octopus one day. So I, you know, 
went out and bought one and cooked it for him. And yeah, <laughs> what was the verdict? He loved it. Really? Like, it, so how do you cook one? Do you boil it or do you fry it? Or how do you... I, so I, the way I did it was I boiled it and then finished it off on the grill. Um, and just very simple seasonings. Um, I just used a little bit of olive oil and mm -hmm. some fresh herbs and, it was, it was wonderful. I think the only thing you did wrong is you didn't save some for me. Yeah. <laughs> All you did was send me the picture. I'm like, well, thanks. Thanks for that. It looks great. I bet it tastes good. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, you know, having having kids definitely has been a big motivating factor. Sure. sure. Trying to push about, forward in yeah. careers. And, it's about somebody else now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If there was a song track to your life, what is it? God. That's a tough one. <laughs> That's what everybody says on that question. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's a tough question. Maybe uh, Frank Zappa, more trouble every day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, I like that. There's a good documentary about him on Hulu. It's in my. I haven't okay. seen it. Yet. I've seen the preview for it. Super intrigued, and I put it on my in my queue, but. I'll I haven't to, watched it yet. I'll so. check that out because I'm a yeah. huge Zappa fan, but I haven't uh, seen that yet. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I had tickets to go see Dweezil and uh, unfortunately got rescheduled. Ah, that sucks. Uh, I'd like to see him too. Yeah. yeah. Paul, you an early bird or night owl? I'm an early bird. It drives my wife batty because even when I sleep well, I'm up by 5 36 o'clock. Oh, you know, and I'm, I'm, in fact, that's when I like to go prep. A lot of the times I'll go in there and knock out two, three hours of prep. And by the time he gets there, you know, hopefully have all that done because mm -hmm. what else am I going to do with my time? Yeah, right. So, Nobody's up at 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I know where to go. I mean, and, and I'm a night owl. So most of the time yeah. I'm calling him to wake him up. You're like, uh, hey, Paul, yeah. time to go prep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, I'm going, I'm going to I'm gonna go back. Need to get to sleep, yeah. buddy. My three hours of sleep, right? <laughs> Uh, that's great. Uh, your, your theme song, your, your, so, okay. My soundtrack, that's a great question. Um, I would, I, I think of the, all right, I'm going to go by a album from start to finish that just every song I could resonated with me. Right. So, uh, shake your money maker by the black crows Okay, from start to finish. Yes. It's got some grit. It's got some melody, some soul, mm -hmm. some hard rock and every track on there is just amazing. So that's, yeah. That's what I would put on if I was going to, you know, put that uh, montage up, right? <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, they played a lot of those songs on their Unplugged set, which was just, oh, yeah. oh amazing. 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 Yeah, one of my favorites. I miss that series. I mean, there were so many good shows yeah, on Unplugged. Yo, the, yeah, uh, Nirvana and, yeah. you know. I haven't uh, tuned Alice in MTV in yeah. probably 15 years. I heard it's no. just a different Pearl world. Jam. I mean, yeah. Yeah. holy yeah. mackerel. Yeah, it's not even a, that, that channel's not even a, I mean, it's just like reality shows. Yeah. Stuff yeah. Now. The right. only thing that I say compares to that now is Austin City Limits. If you can catch oh. a good show, you know, I've seen the Civil Wars on there and they oh, were ridiculous. Sure. Yep. Uh, Lots I've of seen there, Queens yeah. of the Stone Age on there and they yeah. were fantastic. Yeah. And just, they, they broadcast those live from all those different stages too, yeah. which you can catch. That's a yeah. that's the world of music right there. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Right. Right. Well, I know we could talk about music for an extensive amount of time. <laughs> what do you, uh, you want TV people? What are you oh, watching? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. So, um, what's the best thing you see right like? now? I'm watching Minx. Okay. Um, oh, I love that. It's, it's just creative. It's it, cool. It's in the seven network. Is that on? It changed um, networks. Didn't it, it used to be did. on HBO? Yeah. Now it? it's stars. Okay. I believe yeah. it's on stars. I haven't seen uh, the second season. But, you know, it's got Jake Johnson in there mm -hmm. and the whole cast is off the charts good. Yeah. But the story is, you know, about, you know, women's rights, uh, sexuality, and how it's changed. And that was, they're, they're trying to point to the fact that 
through, of all things, pornography, ma magazines, that's how people started voicing their sexuality. And, you know, it was okay to be who you were. So th the story is fascinating. That's the reason Absolutely. they bought just to read the articles. Yeah, right? that's right. The yeah. angel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those <laughs> articles, really good writers. Yeah. We right. always said, yeah. Writers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nate? You a TV watcher? Oh, I, uh, when I can, um, it's just, I, a lot of times I'll just throw something on just to, for background noise while uh -huh. I kind of unwind at the end of the night. But I mean, probably the best show I've seen recently is, and it really hit home because we just opened uh -huh. a restaurant, but the bear. Oh, yes. um, I best mean, show on TV right now. Yeah. Right? Off the charts. It, mm -hmm. You know, just watching that, I'm just sitting here like, that's my life right now. Yeah. Like this, and, <laughs> and they really did such a good job finally of showing what I think the restaurant world is like, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the other shows have tried to explore, you know, the restaurant world. It's more comical or just doesn't really hit home for me. Yeah. The and, restaurant uh, wasn't the focus. It yeah. was more of the, uh, another character or, but, you know, background. Yeah, but, that's yeah. exactly. Or they were focusing on a whole nother lens. It was yeah, all yeah. about the food or yeah. it was mm -hmm. all about the culinary experience or it was all about, <clears throat> you know, the operation of the kitchen where the bear, in my opinion, brings the human, humanity into the equation, yeah. mm -hmm. the human experience into the equation and the emotional element of the relationships of people inside the kitchen and outside the kitchen yeah. and their interaction with life and mm -hmm. the people that they serve. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That all of that, 100% true. And I think they also captured the work and the stress and the time it takes to set and start up because he was a part of every day of that, right? It yeah, was and I mean, one, one of the, you know, the the big aspects of reopening the restaurant was all the permits and the, the process yeah. of, of those permits. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't do this one until you have this one done and you can't yeah. do this until you have that one done. Yep. And so you're, on, you're on their timeline, right? Yep. And yep. so you can't control mm -hmm. some of that stuff and it's kind of probably frustrating. And I know you guys experienced some of that, you know, opening up, you know, you had a few delays in your process and we did just things outside of your guys's control that happened during construction and happened with, you know, the approval process of getting your permits and all yeah, that stuff throughout. It's just, you know, it, they come up, right. And you have to be ready to field them, but that's why it was nice to have somebody with, you know, 20 something years of restaurant experience. He was asking questions that we hadn't thought about, which is wonderful as an investor. And yes, I have mm -hmm. a passion for food, but I've never run a restaurant. I've never managed a restaurant. Yeah. So between the three of us though, and my wife being very, financially minded and conservative i think we dotted just about every i yeah. we possibly mm -hmm. could and crossed every t but there was not a day that we weren't thinking about some kind of inspection permit uh second permit and etc yeah sure and that kind of led back up to one of these questions on the top half is you had to do it all, all over again what did you what would you do differently what advice would you give to people other than don't do it no, <laughs> starting at starting I, I, a new hey, restaurant. If you have a passion and you decide to go for it, do it. Uh -huh. No doubt about it. Do your homework. But I think the very first thing I would do is find yourself uh, somebody who can manage that project from start to finish, including the architecture, the drawings mm -hmm. um, that actually drives the entire process of the build out, the permits, everything that you have to complete before you get that certificate of occupancy and the right to open. So you've got to, you've got to find somebody who can just take all of that. And I'm sorry, you may think you know how to put up drywall, but that has nothing to do with inspections and passing for permits. Mm -hmm. So hire the right people. Right. So. Yeah. Awesome. Last question. What's the one question that you thought we'd ask that we didn't ask? What's your day like? <laughs> I thought you'd be like, what's a, what's a busy day like for you? Sure. Answer it. 
So, well, let's let's go back a week. Uh, I'm going to talk about two scenarios. Like, and I, I want him to answer this too because <laughs> he's there a lot more than I am. But when you're there on a busy day, time passes so quickly. There isn't time. If what's the phrase? If you're leaning, should be cleaning. Right. Like, there's always something to do in a restaurant. But the time passes so quickly between having conversations with customers, which I love. That's mm -hmm. a big part of my love for for food service. But uh, I. I would say that on, on a on a crazy day when you're overwhelmed, that's when you you start to see your team come together if it's trained right, which he's done a wonderful job of. So we have people coming together, working, communicating, and getting these. I mean, we had orders sometimes. I'm like, how does a team of five get that many burritos out the door? Yeah. Well, we figured it out. Right. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like he said, it's just constantly you know on busy days you're just constantly moving there's always something to do you're that the time flies and you know <laughs> most of the time you're you know half a step behind where you want to be but you know you always find ways to get it to get caught up and get it done but um you know with any any job any sort of retail you know restaurants are the same you're gonna have your busy times you're gonna have your lulls mm -hmm. so i mean too it's a matter of you know be able to have fun with your staff yeah. too during yeah. the, during that slow time, time, you know, having those conversations that have nothing to do with work and sure. You know, it's like, so I mean, it's a good mix of, you know, socialization, hard work and, you know, just yeah. I mean, rewarding there. Yeah. Yeah. From a team, you know, uh, what, you know what I'm dying to do now? Man. Yeah. I got one more question. Okay, too. You know what I'm, you know what I'm dying to do? No, I'm dying to spin the wheel. Oh yeah, I know you. You got your hand already on the button. All right, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be right if we had foodies on and we didn't ask them what their favorite dining experience ever was. Yeah, oh, that's a fantastic question. So I know mine off the top of my head. Uh, if anybody's been to Joseph Dequies up in Roanoke, uh, that is a quaint, tiny little town with a world class restaurant. Um, it's you know Wagyu beef. Uh, with the genetic stamp right there on the wall when you walk in so you know what you're getting but it's not not only that but all the sides all the other creative things that come up with and they take care of you in a way that doesn't feel like you're dealing with pomp you're just getting a world-class experience in a very laid-back cool environment so just because was my he cool could have experience. lied about that i would have had no idea you could just made the name up completely oh yeah, yeah. well that is new, I, I, that's I, a new I, restaurant yeah, it's in I, roanoke indiana folks Mine has to be this little place down in uh, Cancun, Mexico that I went to a few years back with my wife. Um, it was just this, it was in a house that was fine dining. Um, I think we were one of the only two people or two tables that were in there that night. So, I mean, it was just very it was almost like you're eating at home, but being served. That's right. Yeah. It sounds like you might have stumbled into somebody's family dinner. That's the way it felt. I mean, yeah. the just presentation of everything. I mean, I tried eight ant eggs. Oh, their wow. ant caviar. Wow. Which was well, how was that? Surprisingly good. Really? I mean, it's this um, specific species that they have down wow. there that creates larger larvae, and it. It just had a very like almost sweet earthy taste to it. Wow! But I mean, earthy I buy, sweet I would. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was surprisingly good. Like I mean, I would go back there and eat again. I mean, there it's a delicacy down at that, yeah. that area. Wow. But um, so, what do they do to serve it? So it was in this little, oh, almost crock type, like crock pot type uh -huh. thing that they came in, and 
you would, um, if I remember correctly, you just have like little, I don't know, like chips type thing that you could uh, scoop it on, almost like caviar, okay. but, yeah. um, but ants instead mm. of fish. <laughs> so, I mean, it didn't have that like salty taste that yeah. you think of, you know, with caviar, but, uh-huh. but yeah, I mean, it was just a really cool experience. Like, I mean, the, the, like I said, it was this, I can't remember where he was from, but he was a European chef that had moved down there and opened a restaurant there. So it was kind of like a fusion of, you know, European cooking with the uh, traditional Mexican cooking. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, so yeah, it was it was wonderful. I mean, what was it called again? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good name. <laughs> I have no clue. All right, spin the wheel, man. Spin the oh, wheel. You guys have no idea what you're getting here. Oh, this is great. Yes, we don't know what you're getting either. By the way, so here we go. Come on, the picker wheel. Picker wheel. Share this. Here we go. All right. Spin the wheel. This is the final question wheel. This is the next topic wheel. All right. I like it. I like it. Wow, it goes on for a while, doesn't it? Yeah, it's right. It's like drama. Do we have to pay more to make it faster? It's suspenseful. Oh, come on. Oh. Vacation. I like it. All right. I think this was by design. It was. Yeah, we, <laughs> we picked it ahead of time. I, I've been it was 10 to 1 odds on UFOs and topics. I couldn't wait for somebody to pull up the aliens. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Are they real? Are they living amongst us? Um, I don't know about living amongst us, but I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to say that there's nothing or no one else out there besides us because, well, we haven't even come close to hitting the edge of the universe or the galaxy that we live in. Yeah. So you can only imagine. So, yes, I do believe that there is something out there, and I believe they probably have made contact at times. I mean, I can't disagree. I mean, just, you know, you think about it, and was it Fermi's Law? Yeah. I mean, it, you know that many stars that many galaxies right i mean there has to be something else out there but right. i don't know if they're here i mean well we'll find out if we get an online order for uh crazy pluto we're gonna have a hard time yeah, with, that. with all those sightings we don't seem to care that's, yeah. the, that's the amazing thing is nobody seems to care anymore right. well, like and, you know oh and that's the thing too it's like you know the u.s government came out and said yeah you know we have UFO technology yeah. and bodies and right. nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody, nobody batted right. an eye to that. It's just yeah. like, you know, yeah. I, I think the fact that they're hiding it automatically, you know, in most people's mind confirms that it's true. Right. right? It's like, so well, if, it, if it wasn't cares. true, you just come out and tell us all this stuff. Right. right? Yeah. You know, right. I, there, there are sometimes when, when there are, uh, I'll call it a wave or a trend of uh, alien based movies on TV. And I'm like, I just wonder if they're like release those, we're trying to prep the public for yeah. the big reveal, uh-huh. right? You know, it's 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 funny because the same thing happens with you know sexuality in the U.S. and uh, the economy and the stock market and how things get crazy and people lose billions of dollars. I mean, it's all happening, but I always see those movies coming out in big chunks. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's what's hot, and then you get the copycats. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, hey guys, thanks for thanks for coming here. Where where can where can they f- where can people find you online? We know about your physical location, yep. online websites. Yeah, Facebook. absolutely. Uh, crazykingburrito.com. And you can also, uh, you can make your online orders from there. But if you want to c- come see our physical location, our sole location right now is in Carmel, 13756 North Meridian Street. It's in that plaza. It's in, you know, you'll, you'll see it when you pull into the Meridian Village Plaza. But more to come. We're looking at uh, Westfield Fishers. 
sooner than later. Noblesville. Noblesville. <laughs> Noblesville. <laughs> Just planting a seed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that is my hometown. So yeah. right. that's where I grew up. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. I, I think yeah. I can, you know, you got to take care of them along. Yeah. What are you doing? Recruiting? Sorry. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Noblesville. <laughs> that's great. Well, hey, guys, thanks. Really appreciate it. And uh, hope to have you back here soon. And we will see you very soon at Crazy King. Right, on the way out, you got to do the. Crazy King Burrito thing. Crazy King Burrito. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for having us, you guys. Can't wait to come back. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thanks.